This Week in Steady Trade with Tim Bowen. Why don't you just shut the hell up? Welcome back to This Week in Steady Trade. So the focus of this week is the Lyft IPO. Definitely interesting uh, I, idea here. A lot to talk about, a lot to unpack, and then also a couple trade opportunities. Now, obviously, Lyft will not be going public until next week at this point, at the, at the date of recording. It is the 20th, um, the expected IPO date. Last I saw is the 28th. These dates can kind of move around. But I want to talk about the idea behind Lyft, why it matters, why we care, some of the past stocks. That we have, uh, that, that I kind of consider as, uh, matches to this, you know, in price action as well as hype. And then we'll wrap up with some, uh, some actual trades that are, that are kind of sympathy trades to this stock that, that you could look at trading right now. So. Um, referring to an article out of the Wall Street Journal, I mean, these are all numbers you can pretty much find anywhere, whether it be in Stocks to Trade or Wall Street Journal or, or even free news sources. None of this stuff is is proprietary, but uh, they're planning on selling 30 million shares at a range of 62 to 68 million. So that's going to be the initial offering price. Remember, these numbers can change. But, uh, you know, they're looking to get a valuation of roughly $20 billion on the company. Uh, currently the private valuation is 15 billion based on the private investments that they've raised through, uh, you know, venture funding, private equity, et cetera. Now, this will make, uh, lift a decacorn is, is the, the name in kind of, I guess you would probably call it more of a Silicon Valley term, but, uh, you know, stocks that, uh, that went public with a valuation of one to 10 billion. Uh, so, so the reason it's decacorn is kind of a, a play on unicorn. Obviously, there's a lot of IPOs out there depending on the, you know, the year and, and the, and the time of year. But, uh, you know, not many stocks are, are, have a valuation that high. Remember, um, Lyft is going public to obviously raise money and, and we're going to talk about that, but, um, they, they've got an operable business. You know, they, they've got cash flow. They're, they're bringing in money. A lot of the, what, what we look at, especially in day trader land, we look at a lot of these, what we call penny stocks and they go to the, to the markets. Because they're desperate for cash. Now, now, again, we'll talk about it. Lyft is, Lyft is, you know, burning money. Um, but, uh, but they're not, in, in my opinion, they're not desperate. They could go back to private equity. They could go back to venture funding and raise money. But, uh, it gets to the point in this business model. And, uh, you know, you can read a lot. A great book I read recently is, uh, Peter Thiel, Zero to One. Uh, you know, Peter Thiel's a, a venture capital guy. This is what he does. You know, you put a lot of money into these companies and eventually you want that money back plus your investment. So that's what Lyft is doing. You know, they're, they're, they're going to the public markets to, in essence, pay back their initial investors that took this risk on, on them, you know, years ago, basically. So it's a little bit different between a, a, a desperate penny stock going public at a, you know, $10 million valuation or, or less sometimes because they're just, I mean, they're barely making payroll. They're barely funding their R&D. So, so Lyft is unique there, which is one of the reasons why it makes it attractive to me. I mean, this is a, what I would call a cult 
stock. Um, I'm guessing many of you have used a Lyft. If you haven't used a Lyft, I gotta believe you've used an Uber. Maybe you've used both. So, um, I'm sure most of you are familiar, but, but, you know, Lyft and Uber are the ride share services. You know, you know, again, I'm not going to get too deep into the business model because if you manage to crawl out from under a rock and listen to this episode of steady trade, you, you know, you're one of probably one of 10 out of the 8 billion people that don't know what rideshare is and don't know what Lyft and Uber are. But, um, I compare them a lot to GoPro, uh, Yeti and Snapchat. And, you know, a lot of all, all three of these are in separate, uh, phases of, of their, of their rise and, and ultimate some fell. But, uh, you know, it doesn't mean there's not trading opportunities. And whatever Lyft does, you know, when it goes public, I have no doubt. We interrupt this Bowen to give you another Bowen. Because who couldn't benefit from a little more Bowen? Many of you might be interested, you know, where does all this information come from that we talk about in the podcast every episode? You may or may not be aware, I do a mentorship program called Stocks to Trade Pro where you twice Tim, daily webinars every day. Tim, Tim, you strong Bowen lean machine. Honestly, like, if there's one thing I'm going to say about Stocks to Trade Pro, it's that I have not ever seen anyone lay the facts and data on the table, tell you every single thing that you need to do to build a trade plan until I was in Stocks to Trade Pro. But once you get it, you look back and think, Tim was giving me the ticket to gold. Twice a day, literally every day, direct access where you can talk about ideas. I mean, DVDs, YouTube videos are great, but you can't ask a DVD or a, a YouTube video a question. You're live every day with me. Again, 1,400 webinars I've done. I've never missed a day. I've never been late. I'm there every day for the people in Stocks to Trade Pro. Find out how you can sign up to start trading with Tim at StocksToTrade.com forward slash pro. Sign up today and start trading with a pro. And now back to our previously scheduled Bowen. Whatever Lyft does, you know, when it goes public, I have no doubt that they will, you know, that they will obviously be able to fulfill their IPO. Stock will probably spike day one and then it will most likely go into consolidation mode. And then if, you know, if, if, if the momentum stays, there's a good chance for a, a you know, for a, for a solid trend. So what I'm looking at is GoPro. Um, GoPro is, uh, you can, you can bash it or, or whatever you want to do. I mean, obviously GoPro, very specialized business. They just make a action camera, but, uh, a lot of people made fun of that IPO a few years back. And this stock went from 30 IPO at 30 and went all the way to a hundred and then faded all the way back to six. So that took a, I, I, I can look at the chart behind me, but I mean, that took, I think at least a year, maybe a couple of years. So there are, no matter how dubious you are of the profitability, how dubious you are of the long-term business model, there are opportunities in here. And, and GoPro, bring up that multi-year chart. And you can see it IPO kind of went sideways, then started grinding higher. And, and I mean, an incredible multi-month hold on that run-up. And um, on the opposite end of the spectrum is, is Snapchat. Now, um Snapchat, I think, you know, they were, they were, and I'm referring back to this Wall Street Journal article again, their cash burn rate was way higher 
than Lyft. Um, according to this Wall Street Journal article, you know, if they raise the two billion that they plan on raising at the IPO, Lyft has 10 years of cash flow. So if they sell two billion worth of stock on the 28th, nothing changes. They could, they could continue to function for 10 years off of, off of that funding. You know, I mean, that, that, that tells you they're not going anywhere. Now they're going to have to adapt. They're going to have to change. They're going to have to grow, but that's a big difference between Snapchat burning through, you know, Snapchat had like a year and a half to two years of cash after they went public. Big difference between year and a half, two years to 10 years. And, um, so I compare Lyft more to GoPro. I, I think that long term, I mean, Uber's going to IPO as well. Um, you know, I, I, I think that maybe Uber has a little more, uh, brand recognition. I mean, I know people that take lifts and they still call it an Uber. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like the Kleenex of the business. Now, the beauty of it will be if we can get a kind of stabilization on Lyft and then Uber IPOs a month or so down the road and does well, you could definitely see Lyft move, move in, in comparison with that. So I don't consider uh, lift the next Snapchat. I don't, I, I consider it the next GoPro. Now, who knows what will happen three years down the road, but I think there's a good chance that Lyft could grind higher for quite some time and be a solid swing trade or, you know, or even a longer term type investment type idea. Have a plan, you know, always stick to your stop loss, but definitely keep an eye on it. And then the other one I compare it to is Yeti. Um, look at Yeti. This has been a stock we've talked about in Stocks to Trade Pro nonstop. It's been on the Stocks to Trade watch list numerous times. IPO'd at 14. It was at 32 days ago. Um, and it did that same chart. So bring up the short term. Well, obviously Yeti IPO'd a few months ago. Bring up that short term chart and compare the two. I look at my hope, my prediction for Lyft is it will look a lot like Yeti. It'll be choppy out of the gate. It'll stabilize and then look to start grinding higher. Now, same with Yeti. It's a, it's a good, it's a, there's a lot of brand cachet out there. It's a buzzwordy stock, um, but they just make coolers, you know, just like GoPro just makes a action camera and just like Lyft is a rideshare service, just like Uber is and just like someone else could be, you know, Long-term, anything can happen in public markets, but I compare Lyft to GoPro and Yeti. Lots of, lots of hype there, which is what we want in the stock market. Remember, we want irrational exuberance. You know, we want people to, you know, to want in these stocks. That's what pushes them higher. Okay. In summary, I told you I'd have a couple ideas for you, um, that you can trade right now. Cause remember, Lyft will not IPO for another week or maybe even longer from the time that this airs. Um, or it may be choppy out of the gate, which I don't recommend trading the first few days of any IPO. Um, the biggest, we've got two, DCAR, D-C-A-R, and H-Y-R-E. These are low-priced momentum stocks that traders have really been targeting into these IPOs. Risky stocks, do your due diligence, have your trade plan, but um, the main one that I would like to focus on is HYRE out of these two. HYRE is an interesting business model. Now, I did a blog post. Um, it was the Valentine's Day blog post. I think it was seven stocks to love on Valentine's Day. And HYRE was on that list 
because of the rideshare idea, because of the impending lift in Uber IPO, and on February 14th, this stock was a $4 stock. As of today, it's an $8 stock. So that's a great example of a rational exuberance. It's a great example of trading sympathy plays as well. Now, there may be more than DCAR and HYRE, but those are the two main that I think you should keep an eye on and watch these and see what they do as we approach that Lyft IPO. So thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, we have a ball on the Steady Trade Podcast. Hope you check out all the episodes, and I hope you enjoy these this week in steady trade episodes um we're probably going to be doing these every week uh ideally maybe even more than once a week so be sure to subscribe to steady trade on youtube be sure to go to steadytrade.com follow us on social and you can be abreast of any of these impending news articles hi this is sonia may from albany georgia and i like to travel the world while listening to steven and tim on the steady trade podcast you can register to win real actual prizes at their website steadytrade.com if you really like what you hear Give the podcast a five-star rating and write a glowing review on iTunes. I did. And this is how we say goodbye in Orlando. Goodbye.